the injudicious ramblings of Andre and Gary. Welcome to the, uh, I can't even remember the name of this podcast. <laughs> injudicious ramblings. As Gary, this is, performs obligatory move injudicious of rambling. relocating the mic closer to my mouth. But I can't stop laughing. I went on the um, celebration of dispossession that is Huffington Post. <laughs> what? The celebration of dispossession of um, the of the amateur writer and blogger that is Huffington Post. I should have said. <laughs> and I came upon, dude, I listen. I promised to myself all the time that I, you know what, Andre, you must not visit Huffington Post. But you love the hush. Huff- hush. I do not love it. You love I, it. Ariana Huffington is a fucking corsair <laughs> and a pirate akin to Blackbeard and Bluebeard and all the other beards who existed and proliferated in the eighteen hundreds, right? Stealing people's creative capital and making billions of dollars or billions of dollars or millions of dollars or how much ever she makes off of it right i despise it but however as an agglomeration of light-hearted and silly and farcical news and a reflection of society today as a you know as a some sort of a shakespearean play you can't get any better um outlet but the first thing i saw was NYU professor claims school fired him for giving James Franco a D. No, you know James Franco. I don't know who James Franco is. Oh, James is. Franco. Spider-Man. Um, the Spider-Man? Son, oh, spy, no, the son of um, the villain. The one who throws the green bums and flies around on a skateboard. Okay, yeah, the uh, Green Goblin. Green Goblin, Goblin yeah. Yeah, that one, James Franco. The, wait, that's a, that's the a character who that that's the character. The son, the son. The, his, I know, his, but his uh, son became the junior goblin or whatever. Okay, so the so the guy who plays the junior, yeah, junior goblin. He yes, James Frass, That is James Franco. Oh, okay. And he goes to NYU, and he got a D. And the NYU professor. <laughs> so he's saying that he gave him a D, and he got fired. I, and I this just shows you that. that Western society has... Listen, we one step away from the gladiatorial games, Gary. <laughs> is what I'm saying. I also want to say, um, injudicious ramblings at gmail.com. You can find us there. In, injudicious ramblings? Ramblings.blogspot.com also, also We have a, a blog. Fa- uh, it's a fantastic And sometimes place. we post stuff on it. <laughs> Other, other than just show Very notes, ready. show notes, Very we put ready. show notes up there. If you want, you know, want clicks and clicky things, so there you go. I want to say we have the least government tracking website of any blog, of any liberal blog out there. <laughs> you're, you're least likely to get apprehended by so, some government official. Is what I'm saying. If you come to our website, so there is right. that. We're hiding in plain sight. In plain sight. Gary. For like the purloined letter. Yes. What, what, do, what do you say there? I, I didn't hear Purloined you. letter. A purloined. Hiding, in, hiding in plain sight. I'm going to skip that um, simply because I don't have the, ment- the mental wherewithal. To, um, well, that's because you've been like like through a four pack. Actually, I have a six pack. drunk a lot of 9% <laughs> beer. Ladies and gentlemen, I have drunk tonight 
for um, 90 minutes Imperial IPA from the fantastic Dogfish Head Brewery. Good brewery. It's a fantastic brewery. Um, they make a lot of craft beers, which I don't even know what a craft beer is, but it, I am... Um, it's some sort of uh, space-going vessel, is it not? That's what I'm... Uh, at the very least, Gary. Yeah. At least that's where you're at, at right now. At the very least. I'm in space. No, I want to have sex with the alien woman. <laughs> very least. Very uh, You know, and, and, and before, Gary has an awesome story to lead in with, but I just want to say... Christopher Hitchens has died. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I only found out about three days after. But upon my discovery of his death, I have immersed myself into Suddenly you got orgy. into him. You're like all into him I'm now. I'm into Christopher Hitchens. I'm as deep into Christopher you're Hitchens. Like, you're like the worst alternative person ever. It's like, yeah, I knew a band, but they're like gone now. In fact, I heard a band that you've never heard because I killed them after they played, so that only I would know about. Sounds them. like a good idea. You're like you're like jumping on the bandwagon. Actually, I could. I, do you want me to say the same about you? <laughs> if it continues this line I, of fucking um exposition, what well, I was gonna say, Christopher Hitchens, <laughs> awesome gentleman. I love him like a brother, except for when he started um exposing his venal um. And, views and, on Iraq. Yes, the war in Iraq, and he embraced Paul Wolfowitz to his chest. Uh, Wolfowitz and the entire Bush administration, and he celebrated the death of you know, and and whatever imperialism, uh, a stance to which he was formerly to me very opposed. But you know what? I celebrate Christopher Hitchens is it is as, so rare that as erudite and as eloquent. And as learned a human being has graced us at, at, at large. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. We're all going to have to step up our rhetoric. Well, I think I can fill that void, fortunately. <laughs> there's, an, there's an Andre Mears to step into the void. You have to work on your though. British accent. But no, but Hitchens was awesome, though. And what I love about him, though, is the tweets and the um, Facebooks, the Facebookings that came out <laughs> after he died. Can I read some to you, Gary? Sure. Before you wait, jump are, are we from uh, people who liked him or people who hated no, him? No, this is the tweet on the blue, uh, about from the um, Christians. Oh God! Listen, listen. You know Rick Warren, right? Yeah. Yes. Blow, um, as this article calls him, um, the, the bloviating blowhard. Yeah, the blo- <laughs> exactly what the blowhard for for Jesus, Rick Warren. And this is what he tweeted: My friend Christopher Hitchens has died. I loved and prayed for him constantly. And grief is lost. He knows the truth now. Yes. While creepy creationist Ray Comfort declared that now dead Christopher Hitchings is no longer an atheist. <laughs> Close quotation. Presumably because he's meth god. That that's that's the assumption of the Listen, shit. Listen, if there's Banana one man. time I refuse to believe in the god and his goodness, is when he shoves me, um, introduces me directly to the devil. <laughs> I refuse to love God when he fucking yeah, how, puts uh, how me could, in hell. How could, how could you even... Oh, but, but actually, God doesn't need your love. He just needs your belief. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, that, actually, that isn't true. He needs your love. The, he, old, the old Testament God needs your love. I think he demands it, though. I, yeah. I'm a jealous God, yeah. is what he says. New, but the New Testament God just, just wants you to believe in him. All you have to have... You just have to have the faith of a mustard seed. But you, but you know what? No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, listen, he doesn't just want your belief, he wants your love. Because in heaven, 
you, as far as I understand, heaven is a constant orgy of praise yes. to this deity. So if you on earth just stand here in your stockings, um, we stop talking as if I'm living in 1825. In but you stand in your, your bare feet, <laughs> your stockings <laughs> and your bloomers. Right, and, and, and your corset. If you stand in your bare feet and just accept God and apparently not worship him um, ecstatically and orgiastically, I don't think he's going to welcome you in heaven. That's uh, quite possible. I think he demands I think, your I praise. I think you're going to be at the back of the crowd with, with the smokers. Saying we have, there, we, I think we had this conversation earlier. God, I dislike smokers. Saying Hosanna. And he wants you to, just to sing Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest ad infinitum. Right? The more creative. Gary, people like you who are very creative. Of course, I might say Hosanna in a B flat. You <laughs> might add a pentatonic. <laughs> you know, and a some melodic minor. Well, if I'm pressing well enough time, I'm I'm going minor. <laughs> you see, you see. Hosanna! <laughs> and who's Anna, and why are you calling her them hoes? <laughs> oh, hey, uh, watch out for the guitar; it's about to fall. Gary, my my, my dog is pushing it down. Pissing you off. But you know, there was a, uh, Hitchens had had an interesting comment about about the God. It's like he's like a father. You know, when you when you have a father, you grow up and you move away from the father. Eventually, the father dies, and it's very sad. But you are relieved of his of, of, of the, his overbearance yeah. and him watching you masturbate. W- right. <laughs> with God, not only does he say, "Oh God, I hope I get this right." Not only does he say, "I'm not leaving," but I expect you to worship me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slightly uncomfortable. It's, it's like, yeah, that's that's not really what you want to hear. I, I don't, unless transition from <laughs> it is not a, it's actually not a, a smooth transition, just double negative, into the passing of Kim Jong Il. Oh yeah, a father who a, a son, <laughs> a son and a father. Almost a trinity. Who is quite happy to oversee all the activities from his poster yeah. in several areas of your house. I, I think he just wanted to be a choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he could have been. Because Hands on your hip. Kim Jong-un was uh, admittedly a fantastic actor, as I understand. Who? Yes, Kim so, Jong-un? Yes, in, in Gull. I think he bowled 300 several times. Have you never heard of Yes, these? and he That's liked water parks, and he golfed. He golfed a perfect game all the time. He was an excellent golfer. Well, I would expect no less. Sang on key. His favorite song being "So Ronry, So Hopeless Free Around." Gary, would you please get into your first story though, because you're getting sort of you know, virgin and the and the offensive. Rick Perry retires. <laughs> How's that, Gary? Are you excited? No, no, no. You know what? Yeah, the only reason I'm not astounded is because you did read that headline to me before, but you, I want to say you have not. I, I refuse to let you expound the, uh, the and, and, to explain, and to explain the contents of that article to me. So launch forward now. All my, right. my reactions henceforth are genuine. Okay, this is because uh, <laughs> because mine sure as hell it won't be. This is the TexasTribune.org. Uh, Rick Perry retires to boost pension pay okay. of himself. Now, Rick Perry is the current governor of Texas. Governor of Texas. And running for for um, or for presidential office, which yes. I find to be an abhorrent 
Right. Which I, I think you should. I think uh, when he, he, he came back. He came back during the summer to look at the fires. He possibly. Yes. Yes. He, you know what he did. So, <laughs> you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm not even going to temporize. Right. I'm not going to make try to be funny, so, or whatever. Uh, no, no, no. But let me interrupt. Let me know. This is a serious. We we do a serious podcast here. Do we? Let me. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. We do a podcast here. Half half of this podcast is a serious podcast. <laughs> we're doing something, right? And I want to say in this something that we're doing, I strenuously ob- object to the um, running for office when you're currently in other office. Because but that's the best time to do it. Possibly, it is the best time to do it. <laughs> right? But you, but you can't, like you, you were about to say, you can't possibly do your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what I didn't say? Yes. Gary, you have encapsulated exactly... What I missed in my entire diatribe there. I didn't mean you couldn't run for office. Because obviously you can. Because yeah. it's been done many a time. That's right. But as you have so succinctly and an effort an effortless, effort, effortlessly, effortlessly stated and eloquently stated, you can't possibly do a do the job, perform the, the, the office of the job while you're running for president. Of, of which you were trying to vacate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to smooth. <laughs> can Rick Perry preside or you know what we haven't had a single execution in Texas well, since Rick Perry has been running are you for- sure oh I bet he had that sucker lined <laughs> up automated, automated sort of process all, it's a very very slow Perry, very slow line Rick, please come back we have several people to kill yeah and we can't possibly kill them without your signature upon dotted line come oh, back no, he, he, he just he just rubber stamped him yeah. okay when do you think Perry officially retired? Is, is this serious? Is this no, totally serious? When do you think he retired? He retired so that he the, can get his pension and his $150,000 annual gross salary as Texas governor. For life? No. No, no, no. No, he makes that's a salary, $150,000. And do then, they pay then monthly? Now, do but, they pay? but he gets a monthly retirement annuity. So if he uh, never works... $66,588. Wait, wait, $66,000? 6600 per month. Per month. Wait, so if he never works so, a day in his life again, or is this... So that's sixty. That's uh, dollars a year. For the rest of his life? Uh, that's, it's, it's his retirement, so yeah, sure. So that means his gross annual so, salary is more than $240,000. Did we explain to the listeners that Rick Perry entered into the Texas government... With approximately two cents to his name, <laughs> yeah, that he became sure. a millionaire in office. In office, and he has spent approximately twenty some odd years in office, right? He started some the Texas, the farm. But Texas. that that just shows how good he is. Yes. People just want to give and, him money. And you know what? And they attributed it to his, his judicious management of real estate. Um, some of his management, <laughs> which in, included wait, 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 wasn't he the 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 land office person? And I, I, you know what? I'm Railroad not, commissioner. Yeah, you know the agricultural something, which is yeah. practically in Texas is a land office person. Yeah. Right. Agricultural commissioner. That's weird. Or that, that's weird. How but he let me tell possibly you, be good but at no, real estate? But no, he was he was an excellent real estate agent. Let me tell you how. We, because you know what, Gary? Let's say you, um, Gary, and your partner Oscar, right? right? And you all wanted to dump some of your toxic waste in my um in the Texas water supply. Oh, I right? wouldn't even ask. I just do and, it. Everyone does it. Well, of course he did it, but I wanted yeah. a, a sort of a sem a gl- you mean to gloss over the permission. You mean to oh. backdate the permission on you to dump oh, the thing. Yeah, yeah. And you came to me, um, the governor, Andre, Rick Perry. 
with hand, hand yeah, right? Hat in and, hand. And I, well, hat, of course, hat in hand. Yeah, no, yeah. No, well, no, you came to me, my hat in my hand, right? <laughs> my, but <laughs> conveniently, the hat was already in my hand. And I said, of course, you can dump it. And what I did, Gary, was purchase your 500, your, your house that was assessed at $500,000. Right. Right? I bought your house for $1,000, right? That's a pretty good deal and for you. I, but I, you know what? For me, not so much. Do I own the house? Not so much for you, but you're a billionaire. It's oh, your house, I'm a but you're a billionaire. Oh, okay. And then five years thence, I sold that house back to Oscar, your partner. Right, for a million. For a million dollars. And ah. I did several of those deeds. And I accumulated a fortune. I can only describe that as astute trading and, and a, yeah, absolutely. excellent grasp of and the real estate market. I almost call it insider trading. But, uh, not, Gary, please, please. This is as outside you, of the law as you can possibly get, Gary. Yeah. Outside, as, out, as right. far outside the constraints which, which, okay. of the law as you can get. Which means this it's perfectly legal. <laughs> because there's nothing, there's no law against it. Except for the laws because against... Because it's so okay, far outside. Other, other than the laws against it, there's no law against Gary, it. Gary, it is so far outside of the laws. <laughs> of, the, of the even the scope of the law. Gary, how's that in fact, the In fact, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no rules about it, and there's even, probably no even precedent. No, it's not even precedent. It's not even a consideration because it's so far outside. <laughs> Gary, you, 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 you're extraordinarily obdurate... <laughs> to be hanging around this point of the law, okay. where this this transaction, but you still have was Gary even with a telescope of a Hubble, <laughs> we couldn't see the law that this one was not violating of a Hubble <laughs> telescope. You couldn't see the Gary. Come on. Okay. Well, well. Answer. This is a quiz. You have a one in twelve chance of me, getting it right, Gary. Listen, I'm when rubbing my hands again. When did Perry officially retire? I'm gonna say before, right before he was officially qualified to receive that pension. So the day before. He was qualified to receive that pension because Rick Perry and all Republicans are, I want to say, seminally. Astute. I want to say, no, no, no. I want to say seminally. I want to say the essence of their being doesn't permit them to be a, a, a recipient of any sort of public largesse or to be... Uh, you know, to be a drain on the public wheel. And I, you know, which is W-E-A-L. I, I, Rick Perry would never, ever, ever, right, submit himself to sucking on the public teeth when he already is a millionaire. So Rick Perry would obviously have retired on the day before he was able to receive these benefits. Yeah. The day before. The day before he was able to receive these benefits, he retired. So you know what? He would never, ever have to put claim on Texas and the U.S., you know, you know, upon the Texas or the U.S. Constitution or the federal Constitution to support him in any way. So, of course, he did the day before. Okay. When was that? Well, I was saying the day before he was qualified. When do you think that was? When do you think he retired? You have you have a 1 in 12 chance. Did he retire last year in December? Did he decide uh, March What is the day year? that he was qualified? On I don't know. But I, I, I Just said the day before. Throw the month. Throw the month. Just throw the month. January. Very good. <laughs> he retired in January of this year. Which was <laughs> the exact... Okay, now, he says, he says, uh, 
ERS, I don't remember, uh, something about retirement services, uh, called him and said, listen, you're eligible to access your retirement now. With your military time and your time in service, I think it would be rather foolish not to access what you've earned. Somehow, he has earned in his retirement with his military pay $6,588 net every month. You, this is, are you serious? In that That's he, what he's and he saying. actually went on public record and said that. Oh, yeah, because it's not against the law. So, is he, okay, so if he doesn't become the Texas, is he still the Texas governor? Yes. But how can he retire? <laughs> okay, if he fails to be the president. No, I'm talking about if he fails to be the president. Is he still the Texas governor? No, no, no. If, no, if, if he becomes president, no, no. he if has he to get If he fails to be president, to be, to be, to be Oh, yeah, president. yeah, absolutely. But no, 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 no. Re- no, uh, because we actually voted on that this year. We, we voted on extending the term limit so that you would have an extra month to... Right. So if he's not... he's he's Right now, he's running for president, but he isn't the... He hasn't been chosen as a candidate. So he has until right. February. And if he no, fails... March. March. If so if, if he fails to uh, be the GOP candidate... He has to run next year? He... Uh, no, he can revert back to being... Uh, but he retired. He retired, but apparently retirement has nothing to do with actually working. Oh, employee retirement service. But what, so what does it mean to retire then? Um, it means to get paid by the fucking state 6500 fucking dollars. Even though he only earns $150,000 gross salary. It's, it's like a lot, right? I don't get that. I don't no, you get don't. that at all. Nobody gets that. Because they have lived in a fucking recession. And even if you're working, you can't get fucking $6,600. You could be manufacturing. You could be a fucking manager in many public companies. You could be a fucking principal in several com- schools within several districts, within Holy several fuck. states. Okay. You could not... Perry, you can't get that. Perry will get credit for any subsequent years he works as Texas governor, so he'll receive a higher pension benefit if he serves out the remaining three years of his term as Texas governor. Perry is allowed to retire in two different systems, the employee class from which he is retired now and the elected class which oh he will take retirement God. from and when he leaves imagine office. imagine some to us benefits. So, so him, fuck Rick Perry. So you know wish, what? Fuck you, Rick Perry. You are not a person of the people. You are disgusting. Why are you saying that it was ever a conversation? Because I just need to get it off my chest. Fuck him. Oh my God. Fuck Rick Perry. You are a disgusting example of of what is wrong with this country. What is wrong with the world? In the country. One, you know, well, let me say something to make you feel better. I'll read Newt Gingrich proposed a death penalty for Putt. Oh, he, and he's the guy who wants to get rid of the whole system. So I say we get rid of it so that he can fuck off. Okay, you know what? Let's just leave. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about Rick Perry anymore. I, I hate I hate his fucking guts. I hate anybody associated with him. By the way, well, I want to bring up something. Um, olive oil. Are you a uh, from Popeye? User of um, a sexy, a slim, and a sexy, a young lady as I as I could wish to get my meat 
My Mitox on. <laughs> what? Olive oil from Popeye. From Popeye, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is the prototype of a, of a woman, of a desirable woman. Absolutely. No, you know, <laughs> hips, chest, waist, everything. You know, basically a, a line Straight drawing. Down. That's fantastic. That's what, that is what I, that's, All right. that's what I want. But I also want olive oil, extra virgin or virgin. Ah, okay. From sure. Italy. Uh, I cook. I cook with olive oil. Yes. Of the. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's from Italy, but go, it's... go on. No, but go on. Look and see what kind. Do you have extra virgin or virgin? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's extra virgin. Yeah, well, tell me what you have here, because I read an expose last week, right? Um, by Tom Mueller. All right. I have. Uh, Kirkland Signature, that's Costco, if they'd like to send me a gift oh, certificate. Oh, jeez. Uh, Filippo Berrio Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Okay. Um, and then uh, it has a signature. Apparently. So you know it must be good. It, it must be good. Except for the fact that it must not be good. What? Okay. So according to, to um, European Union law... Extra virgin oil must be made exclusively by physical means, by a press or a centrifuge, and meet 32 chemical requirements. Wait, 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 wait. It has to be made by physical means? Yes, by a press or a centrifuge. As opposed to what? And shut the fuck up. I'm trying to read something here that I don't totally understand. Okay. And meet 32 chemical requirements, including having free acidity of no more than 0.8%, right? In, free acidity is an indic, indic, indicator of decomposition. Virgin oil, the next grade lower, must have free acidity of no more than 2%. And oil that has a greater, percent, greater percentage of free acidity than 2% is classified as, lam, as lampante, right? But most, you can, just, you can um, find out the, the types of olive oil and frauds by using simple chemical tests, right? There... Yeah. Is a pervasive ring, and it has been going on for many, many years now. And the data, and when I say many, I don't mean 10, I don't mean 20, I don't mean 30, I mean 40. I mean going back centuries, right? Because olive oil is not a new thing. And the value of olive oil is not a new phenomenon. Phenomenon. Jesus Christ was um, was a, a frequent uh, anointer with, with olive, olive oil. oil. Yes, <laughs> a, in the Christian faith, olive oil, yeah. It, it actually... I had no idea that olive oil was so old. I am going to say, in our church, in the Pentecostal, up Molly Pentecostal fanatics, it was, fa- it was fancy that you were anointed with olive oil, but in Trinidad, a uh, nice um, bottle of olive oil would so, cost you so, possibly about 20-something US, so they would probably use whatever cheap fucking oil they can get and anoint you. Well, but, they would but that's a good point, okay? Because you know you know how like if, if you don't ordain the cracker before you eat eat it, it's not the flesh of God. Uh, body of Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so if you get anointed with less than virgin virgin oil, mm-hmm. uh, olive oil, does that totally throw the anointment out? And so you have to go back and get re-anointed? Well, in as much as God was not as much God as we thought he was, to that percentage, the virginity of the olive oil is relevant. To answer your fucking stupid question what, was as stupid as I answer. Okay. Shut the fuck up and what, let me what, answer. What, 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 if, what if it was slutty oil? <laughs> and <laughs> the end olive oil that's been around a bit. Carabinieri <laughs> broke up a criminal ring operating in several regions of Italy and confiscated 100,000 liters of fake olive oil. 
The point being, <laughs> this article is so, six pages, thousands so, of words. <laughs> but the summarization of this article, before I descend into an orgy of stupefaction with, of stupidity with Gary, is that most of the oil, that olive oil, and the extra virgin, the virgin olive oil that you probably drizzle into your fucking, what do you call it, Gary? With your mouth? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the receptacle that you fucking. Colander? No, sieve. A wok, your wok or whatever, yes, that ah. you use. You're not actually olive oil and the virgin oil, whatever you think you're using, really is cut with a lot of derivatives and non-real virgin olive oil. And they say it's extremely prevalent. You like it. They say they like it. So this is like the, the extra virgin. Yes, yes, more but worse. The, the extra the olive oil and the extra virgin olive oil that you're drinking is the likelihood is actually real it is probably um, how do you know 20-15% then how do you know because it's human beings who are dispensing it well, no, well, how, how do you know if that's real pro- yeah oh I would um, you would get the chem- uh, whatever chemical tools that it used to test that the olive oil has less than 0.08% but, acidity but, okay so and you did, would did, test did, all of your olive oil and then find out whether it's virgin oh, right, okay virgin. Be- before after you buy it and you take it back and it's been opened you're like we can't take this it's been opened what I would say is that you assume that anything that was purchased to the agent of a human being <laughs> is assumed to have been widely corrupted and, and 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 not representative of, of, of the label. Okay, so you have to make your own olive oil, is that what you're saying? Is that what I'm saying? Hmm. And as the original, that was, the, the, the first thing that I read up, that I set up on the show, what I read was um that olive oil has to have a certain level of physical um involvement, right? Was the pressing or the well, uh, the it, olives, well, no right? way, because you're saying it has to be extra virgin, which means it can't have any no, kind of physical not... involvement at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What is an extra virgin woman though? <laughs> versus versus like, just a virgin. Say, can I can I be an extra virgin? I'll kiss upon her virgin well, cheeks. I guess I guess with the way it goes now is an extra virgin is one who hasn't had anal sex. <laughs> I hasn't hasn't had sex in in the vagina, but also hasn't had anal sex, oh, and probably hasn't given the blowjob either. Can I? What's it? Can I? Ex- Pell my seed upon her um, <laughs> no, forehead. No, no, or... no, no, no. You're not. You're not allowed to. Yeah, you may not even probably be allowed to dance with her. So she would probably be a, a, I mean, pen, that's, that's a Pentecostal or that's right. A Pentecostal or a, uh, 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 first, um, person person who lives in the Middle East. So a girl that lives in the Middle East. <laughs> any Muslim woman, yeah. any Saudi Arabian yeah. slash uh, oppressed woman. <laughs> would fit in that category. But the point I want to make about that article, which is a fantastic article, you can get in a salon. Um, is, it, is it a salon article? Uh, where is it? Oh, the New Yorker.com. And you can Tom Mueller, M-U-E-L-E-R. We'll just, we'll just put it in the show notes. Send, send me a link to that. Awesome. And you go and pull up that article. But the point I make, the, over, the overarching, overarching point is that when you read labels in your grocery, about um, things such as uh, when you read organic labels, or um, give me some other of the of the extremely um, liberal friendly labels. Not okay. Be, going beyond organic. A, or, or, um, God, greed. A, but the kind of shit. A, kind yeah. Of, oh gosh. Um, the chickens. Well, These were chickens. These were chickens and eggs. Um, 
Um, besides organic, the free range. So, yes, all that bullshit. Uh, the no. labels mean yeah. nothing. Free range is a great one. Yeah. The labels mean relatively, relatively little. Apart from the fact that you have the people who are dedicated to applying the labels to processes that have no um, connection or whatsoever, have totally undermined the value and worth of those labels. Then you have the people who grant those labels who are happy. Um, because of bribes and, and certain various lobbying and that kind of stuff, to append those labels to processes that only apply the truth of those labels to one-fifth or one-hundredth of the um, processes that make up a larger part of those processes, right? So you have a hundred right. processes that bring you to a free-range egg, and they apply it only to one one-hundredth of those processes, Right, which is maybe um, you know somebody blowing upon the egg with you know some sort of a of a breath you know that, that was probably purified with a mint or holes you know you know you put a holes in your mouth and you blow up on the egg and that qualifies it to be a free range egg some bullshit I'm just being an ass but you you understand what I'm saying Gary yeah. right but you seriously a lot of those um, free range and organic labels are applicable because uh, w- I said one one hundredth or one one sixty fourth of those processes that they use to bring that um, article to your to you before you come sunshine is is a free range process and then they apply to the entire process. So that egg, that chicken that produced that egg may have been raised in as f- unsalubrious and a, a crowded and as stacked and as a you know fucking egregious position as any other chicken. But because Somebody, as I said, put a horse mint in their mouth and blow on the egg. They call it a free-range egg. And you eat it and you think and your conscience is satisfied and you're, with your extra virgin oil. Your extra virgin oil, that label might be applied and it was... Yeah, but uh, there's a, there is a big difference between extra virgin oil, which is sort of fraudulent, versus a chicken stuffed into a coop. The point I am making... Because, I mean, cause you would be mad if they grew like an olive bush... You know, olives. If they, if they grow olive within the hairs of my pubic, <laughs> within my oh pubic God. hairs, and crowded within my trousers, they're quite crowded within my trousers. That, that would I would be disturbed about that. As every woman and who sure as hell has be made virginal. love to me would admit that my trousers <laughs> are quite crowded because I wear several drawers. But is right. point, I understand what you're saying. That, that is true. And the point I'm not making, I'm not talking about the cruelty of a um. But, I, but it is fraud. I'm not. Yes, it is fraud. And I'm not. I agree with you, different levels of um, exploitation cruelty. and cruelty. <laughs> I agree with you 100%, but I'm saying when you... It's skepticism. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not... And I know that you... But you, you, do, you, you, you what yeah. is it, the name of your other podcast, Gary, is... Skeptic Wire. Where can you find it? Uh, skepticwire.blogspot.com or on iTunes. On iTunes. Yeah. And, and the thing is, we, we, the point I'm making is we should be skeptical about all things. When you read those... Well, you're expecting that the FDA and and the and the uh, EPA, the, yeah. No, I wasn't thinking about the EPA. I was thinking what? more I, about uh, people boat. people who who who, who who judge who make sure that people who are advertising make uh, make sure that they are not advertising falsehoods. Yeah, FCC. It, you ex- yes, yes. You expect, but then uh, you expect to do it a, a a good job or even a job. On the other hand, when, when you when you start gnawing on a on the paint from a 
toy from China, you're really not expecting it to have radioactive lead in it. This one's in. I when I shove a a painless painted sword is in your mouth. Yeah. Distractedly, or a pen. Or a pen. a pen. Yeah, even a pen. I don't you know, expect that it has yeah. lead in it. <laughs> but Gary, what else do you have to talk about? Today? Uh, are you familiar with neti pots? Neti pots. <laughs> the name of it is entrancing. N-E-T-I. I feel as if I can play pots. with the name itself without even experiencing the hands-on of right. the actual object. What, what do you think it is? Neti pots. Okay. Just what I'm saying. Spell it. N-E. N-E-T-I. P-O-T-S. Neti pots. N-E-T-I-P-O-T-S. It's for girls. Uh, yeah, no, sort of. not really, but okay. Primarily, I think girls use it more than guys. Okay, okay. So let me switch across. Some sort of thing to do with women, with women processes, like a period, sort of something to catch my blood and before my menstrual cycle. No, <laughs> no. You're At on, the reverse, but you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on the wrong end. <laughs> Gosh, and neti pot is uh, a way to. Do nasal irrigation, nasal lavage, or nasal douching, as one might say. So it holds water, and you put it up to your nose, and it kind of shoves water into your nose and cleans out your nasal passages. Extremely uncomfortable. Right. Well. What is the controversy? uh, Not so much controversy. Uh, Two people died in in Louisiana after unclean water was used in the neti pots. So what they're saying is, now when you when you buy a, a neti pot, apparently you should read the instruction because it tells you to use boiled water or distilled water to do your uh, nasal lavage. But these guys used tap water. Now Louisiana tap water, in fact, most of tap water may have an amoeba called Negliaria fowleri. And that's found in lakes and ponds and um, contaminated lukewarm tap water. So if you just drink it, no problem. You're, it gets destroyed in the, in the stomach. But if it goes into your nose, uh, especially when you're douching, it goes way up in there, it can cause um, bacterial meningitis, vomiting headaches, and sleepiness and kill you. Quickly, Some like in 12 days. Mild inconvenience. Mild uh, inconvenience. to have in clear... Exactly. So, you know, just blow your nose. Or if you're going to do that, boil the water first before you put it in your pot. No, I'm just saying, using any pots, though, the good Lord would never provide them if they didn't mean, if he didn't mean for us to use them. Well, obviously, we have them now, so the good Lord did provide. That's what I'm saying. The good Lord provides everything for us there to we use. Go. Including the needles to kill us. Including the Bible. That's right. And the Quran. What, but what does the Bible have to do? You know what? what amoebas how are not... is the Bible different from a neti pot? It's just as fucking destructive. Well, I'm not going to shove a page from the Bible up my nose. But the eye, you shove the eyes up your head, <laughs> up in your cranium, right? I was saying neti pot. Was the neti pot rate of um, fucking destruction? One in how much? As opposed <laughs> to fucking the Bible, wipe not everybody in the face of the earth. Why? Sorry, I didn't maybe, mean to maybe, go maybe, that Maybe he's, that he's doing it slowly. The maybe maybe this is actually the Great Flood. The death of The Christopher. Great Flood through the nose. The Great Flood of... 
of expectoration <laughs> from Folks, I blame Christopher Hitchens for me and that that Quickly, small diatribe. Get all the snot on the barge. <laughs> but listen, do you realize that uh, seriously? I tr- <laughs> I'm trying to ignore Gary the stupidity here. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, and I could. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! <laughs> so <I> anyway, <laughs> what were you saying about Christopher Hitchens? No, let's talk about no, no, yeah. What what is it? Can we can we can we talk about others today? Yeah, but can we promise to come after Christopher Hitchens at the end and talk some slight philosophy at the end? Yeah, but okay. I would like to say that I was no, I was I was actually at the last public appearance at Christopher Hitchens. Oh yeah, you did go Texas to Texas Free Thought the... Convention in Houston. Did he speak or like? Yeah. Was he just... Oh, he well, he was there to read uh, to uh, receive the Richard Dawkins Award. Did you wangle your way into? I, mean, I was wangle. way at the back. But you were in there. You were in the hall. I was in the hall. You were blessed by his. Music. It was it was really impressive. Was uh, it like the Holy Spirit? No. In, in no, acts, but like in Acts number was, two, when the Holy Spirit descended upon all of you all. No. No, it was not. But he was obviously very very frail. Because um, he was doing his chemotherapy in Houston. Dude, why do you understand? One thing I can understand, and the extraordinary drive that people like Hitchens they have. When I am sick, I have you can offer me the world upon a platter. You know, cut, sh- shave off anything above Atlas's Atlas's palms. You know, and you you shave them grind and put it on a platter for me, and I would refuse it. Because I am sick and I'm ill and I want to be by myself. Uh-huh. For Hitchens and the people like you know to, to come to to he came out to give to, to accept the award and then he talked. Oh, of course, for almost an hour. With Hitchens, with Hitchens, so yeah. Was, and not, not only did he talk, but uh, and there, there's been this. There's a girl who asked what books should she read, and he said he gave a smart list. So, so list. So after he spoke. I don't think it was an hour. It may have been like 40, 45 minutes because he took questions. After he did that, he went out to sit down and talk with the girl. And then he also signed books. It's just a, a, just an amazing... That drive. Uh, yeah. Uh, exertion. Uh, yeah, in, 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 in a debilitated state. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I was, I was impressed. coming to, I couldn't understand. Because when I'm sick, I have no desire to do that kind of thing. To be ex- yeah. To, to put myself out to that I think it's extraordinary yeah and you would do that so I have uh, all respect as you said there, there you can but the, from, the other thing in, that you mentioned actually earlier because uh, you're reading the tweets from like William Lane Craig the, the one thing that I found amazing about Christopher Hitchens for the most part is the people that vehemently were against what he said he could be friends with people on the religious side he was friends with uh, Rabbi yeah, but Shmuley. The only thing I don't know, the only thing I don't know. Well, okay, finish what you're saying because yeah. you make it up. You, I think you make it a super important point yeah. there. So he he respectfully disagreed because he he went on on a speaking on a debate tour with William Lane Craig, mm-hmm. uh, and God, who else was it? There there were like three people with with whom that he toured the country debating. You know, I don't know if the debate ever changed, but they were real friends and he was and i think that we should really take that into 
you know, take it to heart that it is okay to disagree with someone and not think that they're evil and not think they're horrible people. You know, that is a very important point. And I want to agree with you wholeheartedly. And I want to say that someone upon this, uh, someone this program, have I ever found anything that you have said to be of worth? So this is a landmark <laughs> Including that, but you'll take that as <laughs> as if you said that. But, but, but you know, I don't know. I as foolish as I mean. But to be serious, that's a fantastic point. And, and, and it, we, to, there's nothing else that we've ever said, ever, to take forward, is that yes, 110% true, like any good athlete would say, <laughs> Right? <laughs> We should move forward with that. That people with whom you disagree and people with whom you have divergent opinions, you can accept them and move forward. And, yeah. And yeah. You, you can you can even not like the person. What? I mean, but but like like he was friends with them. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. You can not like the person but accept that the validity of yeah. their existence. Or, or maybe or maybe even not like the ideas that they espouse yes, in certain ways, but they could still be good people. Right. And right. you can still which, which I have heard them say. Yeah. And 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 but let me take it in a slightly partisan now down partisan route. That it is we that, that people non believers in, in, in a in some de- in some theol in, de- in theology or some sort of um God or whatever, right? We can agree to do that. And I've heard Hitchens himself say that, that he agrees with, he, somebody's a good man, but religion has, has nothing to do with it. Yeah. But, the thing about, <laughs> but the thing about fundamentalists and people who are very religious is that they do not accept that you as an anti-religious person, or not even anti-religious, but as an atheist or a simple agnostic or a deist, or anybody who, dis- or you might be actually monotheistic or pantheistic, as long as you don't believe in their version of theism, you're an evil and unredeemable person. Right. And I just want to say that, you know what, even you theists, though, y- you know, you have to bear the burden of a lot of the cumulative sins of human beings upon your shoulders, your collective shoulders. Because I've heard this argument a lot of times that, um, where, you know, but Hitler, people who say, people say Hitler was a, 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 a when, 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 when people say, that religion is the cause of most of man conflicts, and then they claim that Hitler is an atheist and Stalin or whoever, and um, and the guy from China, Pol Pot um, Pol, and, and uh, Mao Zedong, right? Which one? In most of the instances that they mention, and I know you've answered this argument many times, it's patently untrue. Because Hitler, Hitler, the Catholic Church and the papacy, the papacy even back in the days did command. The, the Christians of that era to acknowledge Hitler's birthday. And I don't think they would have done that. And this is a fact. I don't think they would have done that for somebody who didn't claim to be a Christian. Listen, as long as you claim to be a Christian, you're a, fuck, you're a Christian. As long as you claim the existence of Christ or whatever, that's what you are. I don't care how far we move. Because when you said the shades are gray, then you as a theist or a Christian could distance every single person with whom who was not a shining example, an exemplar of whatever you think are the current principles of the day as a distant and a divergent person from your theology. 
Right. So I don't accept that. Right. Anybody well, who claim because now they claim the, the, the guy from um, Bill O'Reilly and they from Fox, the guy from um, Norway who killed um, the yeah, right. eighty, the eighty dozens, the dozens of um, Norwegians. And, right, right. right. And they say he's not a Christian, but the guy clearly what? said he was a Christian. <laughs> but he said he was a Christian. You can't claim he's not a Christian if he said he was one. It is not, Gary. What do you? Yeah, well, that, that's always the. I mean, there's because you, you, whenever you say that he's not a Christian, you you fall into the no true Scotsman fallacy, which means like you know he's not a true Scotsman because he's not wearing a kilt, or he's not a true Scotsman because he's wearing underwear underneath the kilt, or he's not a true Scotsman because he's not drunk, you know, <laughs> you know, which is true. So that's the only truth. Yeah. So yeah. any any time you know someone self now it's very easy for someone to say oh I'm of either course. I'm a Christian or I'm an atheist and just do something horrible to create a bad name for that. Of course. And then you know and then you know you distance yourself from them. Right. With the review, with the with the high side of, of decades and years of history, right? To, to sharp your focus. Right. But right. But, but, but the as, problem. But the problem with Christianity. Uh-huh. Okay. Is the only the only entrance to being a Christian really is to believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. Actually, only I would even say the engine is not <laughs> even as narrow as that. You claim you're a fucking Christian. You are a Christian. Right. right. I, I'm pretty no no seriously. If you claim you're a Christian, you're a fucking Christian. Right, okay, but this is, this is the deal. So you can say, okay, how do you then determine a Christian by those? Well, you go by, okay, well, what's in the Bible? Well, everything's in the Bible. I mean, God the clearly Bible, goes and kills lots the of people. Bible God clearly tells people to kill other people. Is as promiscuous a tome. So, you know, it's really, it's impossible to say that he's not a Christian because he's maybe doing exactly what... what did you <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, give me... <laughs> the value that you use, Gary. That's a fantastic argument <laughs> that you use to exclude a gentleman yeah. from your select set. <laughs> because as, I said, as Gary said, the Bible is as promiscuous a document <laughs> as a whore upon any of the ducks of any fucking of Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> With Sodom and Gomorrah abutting. <laughs> Um, I mean, when 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 the most the, the when the most of, uh, when the most uh, faithful person in the world who doesn't die is Noah, who's a drunk, <laughs> and then the next I most the next most uh, uh, faithful person in the world is a guy in Sodom and Gomorrah who wants <laughs> to give his virginal daughters to listen. a crowd that wants to rape. He's like, listen, angels. These fucking beasts <laughs> will fuck an angel. I mean, come on. Now, oh, listen, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the Old Testament. But I will offer up. <laughs> listen, you will. No, you fuck my daughter till they bleed. <laughs> God. Anyway. <laughs> right. But no, no. You see, your shit was so hilarious that you're maybe. You cut short the fucking shit. As you get a good point, though. What was the point I was making? I, I, I have Before no idea. Before you started talking about Noah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about true Christians. What's about Gomorrah? I don't know. Okay. Christians? True Christians. We're talking about, yeah, yes, yes, the ability of, the, of, of, of Christians to distance themselves from everybody <laughs> who they claim aren't Christians. Okay, so you can't do that. Somebody's a Christian, somebody says they're a Christian, they are a Christian, right? Right. So, like, okay, so let's get at 
sign and seal and deliver and code for our head. That, 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 is, that is slow. You can't distance yourself from that. Right? But we're but we talking about... Right, so... Um, <laughs> Full disclosure, we had to go back and find because my, in my drunkenness, I can't remember <laughs> where I, the original um, starting part of my point. But the, the point I was trying to make was that a lot of people claim that whenever the um, atheists and the agnostics claim that there was no war started in the name of atheism, um, people come up to me, but Hitler wasn't an atheist, and that's why I descended into that path. And saying that, you know, Hitler was Catholic, yada, yada, and accepted right. by the Catholic Church. But it doesn't matter whether these atheists or Hitler didn't believe in God or not, because I think many Christians pro- who proclaim to believe in God actually don't, because you would never act like you do if you really believe in God and an afterlife. But, but forget that, because that's another diff- I mean, different that's, ph- yeah, okay. philosophical we're not, we're not, point. It's yeah, a very big of, philosophical right. point, and but, I agree with you. I think I agree with you even before you make the point, but the point, but but the overarching point I'm going to make is that no war was ever started in the name of atheism. No, of course not. There can't Some, be. Somebody might be atheist or might not believe in God or might have a you know a slack belief, but nobody ever said, you know what? Because I don't believe in God, I'm going to make, every, I'm going to force an entire race or entire culture people, of people. Right. Or an entire civilization to not believe in God, and I'm going to force it at the point of a sword or bow, bow and arrow, <laughs> or of a halberd, or of some sort of scythe, or some sort of you know aggress- uh, implement of aggression. Yeah, no, you can't. It, it's it, it's impossible to force someone to believe something. Now you, you can you can torture them such that they may think, but as soon as they get away, the only instrument that we've ever used, we've never used a blunt instrument. Though. No. And we have, but the instrument you use has been sharpened and honed over years. And funny enough, the whetstone that has been sharpened against has been the whetstone of religion and Christianity. And that instrument is our minds. And the oh. wheelers of those instruments are people like Hitchens. And, right. and Dawkins. And, well, Dawkins. Dawkins not so much. And he, no, no, but yeah, he's an instrument. And lots of the scientists the in the day, like it. Jefferson and exact, and, sure. and the agnostics and the deists and the people who are straight from Russia, those are our instruments. Those are our weapons. And and you have shaped and yes, I said you have. They said iron sharpens iron and man sharpens man. And and but unfortunately, the thing that sharpens atheism and agnosticism is religion, right? The silliness. And the inconstancy and the unfairness of religion you have sharpened our weapons and the weapons that they use against itself. Those are, so, but but that's the point I wanted to make before that. That was, you know, but I got lost along the way. But, you know, it's fine. It, to me, is the biggest point, though. Right. Well, atheism can't, it can't start a war in the name of atheism because there is no book of atheism. There's no, there's no code. It, you know, I guess, you know, oh, the, I think that the basic code of atheism is, is humanism, is secularism. Uh, so to, to say we need to kill those people uh, is kind of against the whole thing of everyone's has a right. Everyone's uh, has a right, right. to live. Everyone's and I, equal. And, and I agree with you. But even if you don't want an imam, even... Con, I don't want to use the word conflict, but even if you don't want to say atheism leads to humanism, and you want to say there's an evil atheist who wants to dominate everybody, but for him to gather enough atheists together, 
What, what dogma is he going to use to gather yeah, right. the rest of them together to go and slay people in a common name or common cause? And yeah. that is where we see a sort of lose. There's no coherency. Right. Yeah. And I know you. It's like hurting cats is the big yeah. thing. You can't. You can't do it. Religion is extraordinarily suited, and 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 I would say is an ideal tool for that kind of job. But you can't do it atheism, right? Yeah. No, even it, it, as no, an, even if you're distant, even if you're distant atheism from humanism, which unfortunately, which actually, it, it well, really you can't. Is. No, no, you don't. No, you can't. But I'm saying, but in practice, how many atheists you find aren't humanists? It practically is an equivalence. But but the thing about the thing about atheism is it's since it's not okay, it is one thing. It is one part of somebody. Mm-hmm. All it says is that there is no belief or, or you don't believe true. in a God because. And it's not. It's often not a skeptical because because there's, there's people who've never been raised with the idea of gods who are atheists because they don't they that, don't that's know. True. That's true. And I'm I'm still speaking about this as if it's not a unifying theme or theory. And it's not. It's not even. It's, no. It is not unificatory. It's not in any way. Right. It's totally divergent because, as I said, your branch is. It, it, your branch. Right. Uh, what, 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 ty- what type of atheist yeah. are you? Uh, uh, what is the, it doesn't uh, mean Unitarian. <laughs> a divergentarian <laughs> atheist. No, it is true. It is true. It's just that because of the absence of proof of a god or a being or something like that, you, I just don't, you know, I don't believe in one. Right. And, and, uh, and, the, and there's no book that's telling you to hate somebody. There's that no, is true. You know, it, and there's no to dogmas The original it. point where... When well, I guess you, a dogma of no, no God, when you, when but... you declare yourself atheist, <laughs> or when you say you know what, I don't believe in this and I don't accept it, it you know, and people but people leave you. You don't leave people. I love my parents, yeah. and I, honestly speaking, when I speak to my mother and my father, I still pretend there's a that I believe there's a God. I do. Hmm. I'm not even ashamed to say it because I would rather my parents are in the seventies, and I would rather them. Just go well. See, not hate me, right? <laughs> but the thing is, I and I'm not. The thing is, I don't live near my parents, and I haven't lived near my makes, parents for right. several and years. That, that and makes that, a big difference. But however, I no, and I'm not excusing myself for my pusillanimity. I'm weak. I'm a coward. I'm disgusting. <laughs> Uh, I no no they, I don't they know I don't go to church and they know I don't believe in church I think they know that by now right. and they I reject a lot of this but you reject a lot of the organized religion stuff right and I, my my parents know absolutely that I do not have any uh, uh, love of religion right but I think you're a much braver person than I am because you just, when you describe the discussions you have with your parents and the arguments I don't even go as far down that route as you go so you're much braver man than I am but I I I, see, I I don't go as far down that route with them as I, but I, so they think I believe I'm still a Christian to some extent, yeah. and I leave it at that. We don't go into discussions and that kind of stuff anymore. As long as they don't delve, you don't have to say. Yeah, it's sort of a, uh, no, a mission. I mean, it's like you. it's like a mission by silence. I think if they delve into you, you would tell them that you oh, believe in God. I, absolutely, and because I, I will not. I will not. I mean, I'm not gonna like go. <laughs> I'm a fuck your god. I'm not gonna do anything. Like I'll, I'll I'll explain quite nicely that I, I mean I'll be very nice about it, but I will make it clear. But they're not, they're not asking that. They've asked me about religion and they've asked me about that. You know what do I believe? And I was like, well I don't. I I tell you what I don't believe, 
And I didn't say that God. Sense. That is true. That's a good. I said, you know, I don't, I don't have the faith that the religion that anybody's following is is proper, and I don't think that the, but the, the majority of that, 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 that book that you My read. parents would probably do if I told them that what I, I don't think that what you're following is correct. As long as you believe in some God, they're happy. Which is right. why I always bring the argument, and I, I've said this in this show before. That you live in a neighborhood, there are three houses, right? One person is a Hindu, one is a Christian, evangelical, and one is a atheist. And he lives, and all three of them have, is a, is a woman and man combination, right? right? But the atheist isn't married, right? right? So an atheist and his, and his wife, and his, his partner, they're cohabital, right? right? And, the Christian person accepts him, the the Hindu. What is the Hindu? I just say Muslim. The Hindu. Yeah. Yeah. They say accept the Hindu, marrying the Hindu ceremony, and they believe the Hindu is going to go to hell, and they accept the Hindu as a marriage. Yeah. However, that cohabitation, that partnership going on behind the atheists and his yeah, it's a, it's partner, about, it's, it's about not, a belief in the higher power. Right. That's it. And I, it is about the state and the belief in a higher power. I have tried to make to 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 maybe to make the surface the sophistication the philosophical sophistication of this argument clear to many people. Most people don't get it. Right. But when I say it's not really about your religion, then because if the Hindu is going to go to hell according to the Christian, then the you shouldn't accept the marriage either. However, this but it's corn this corn the. It, I just want to say from the, before you go okay. on because you're gonna make. I know you're gonna propose a different point of view. I just want to make it sure people understand that you, the Pentecostal Christians they scorn and they don't acknowledge the cohabitation of the non-married couple. But the Hindus, they, st- they think the Hindus are gonna to go to hell, as are the non-married couples, right? Because the Hindu, but the, but the Hindus' marriage is still acceptable on the face of this earth in the sight of their God. Which is, that's why I make the point that it's not about God, it's about the state and the qualification from the state and the acceptability and some higher power. It's not really about, but you go ahead, Gary, and counter argument. So that there's actually there's actually two points I want to make here. Uh, to the, cool. so, so the first one, ha- having to do with, with the marriage, or at least the, the view of... The people going to hell. Most Christians, I think, the Pentecostals and the, mm-hmm. and the and the very fundamentalists think that everybody else is going to yes. hell. However, most moderate Christians don't don't think that. What they think is that everyone has a different path to the truth. And so, if you go through Hinduism, at least you're believing in a higher power, and God will overlook that because what God is moderate a higher Christians power. are what you're talking about? Because no, when like you, Lutherans are very narrow. I uh, know I don't know any Lutherans, but the Lutherans. I, I'm, I'm talking about more Protestant. I know, faiths. but no, no, I, I, right on the Protestant side. The Lutherans, you are the Lutherans included as Protestants? They, well, yeah, absolutely. You are on the outer fringe of Protestants because most Protestants tend to be more in exclusionary than inclusionary. Right, but I, I do. You, you really have to be. I, but I, I think no. Okay, as a group, I think you're right. But as individuals, very few of them will will probably. I think because I think most people have a very vague they don't think about it and they don't really believe it's just like most roman catholics don't believe that when you say the magic words that the wafer becomes the the body and blood they say transubstantiation in fact they don't even know that transubstantiation yes studies have shown that so i agree with you but i agree with you the the point i'm making though 
the, the point I want to make, separate to the point you're making, though, <laughs> is that you judging the evangelicals. I don't count. Like, okay, let me tell you from my point of view. The reason why I asked you, what do the Lutherans believe? Because based on what I know you believe, I know whether you're going to go to hell or not. And you, uh, okay. having just said that that's what the Lutherans believe, well, no, no chance of Lutherans going to heaven. No, no. Well, okay. Well, well Lutherans Lutherans are effectively the Catholic Church. Yeah. Uh, just, no without, of, with, just without the oh, transubstantiation. By the way, we don't believe the Catholics. Um, right, I understand that. Yes, and the right. Baptists don't believe the Catholics are going to go to heaven. Right. The Baptists, the pen, as as the the current Pentecost is the craziest, okay. but there's a huge the Southern Christians and the Southern um, Evangelicals. I don't think people understand when I when I read on Mother Jones and Buzz Flash and I'm calling and Truth Dig and Truth Out and the list of um um left leaning blogs and and um websites or whatever and they speak about the Dominionists yeah as if the Dominionists was a special group. I don't think you all, and they, when I say you all, the, the, the left center, left, you all don't realize that most of the evangelicals think like that. And you all, they speak of the dominions as we were separate, small <laughs> faction. That is why Mitt Romney cannot get traction with the Christian right. Because most of the Christian right are external to the Catholics and the moderates that you all think exist. Right. When you grow up in a... Ch- Gary is a Lutheran. You never experience... I, I And I, com- I understand your experience, but you don't experience the insanity that most of us experience. And, the ex- and, and Actually, uh, so, some do, because we when we first moved down to Texas, we, there was a family in the Lutheran church who did the speaking in tongues and the rolling about. Oh, did you all, what did you all do to them? Uh, they, them? They eventually, yeah. They, well, they, they were eventually sort of pushed out. Uh, I, again, I, when we, I was, what, seven or eight. I, I mean, I babysat I them know. when I was 10 or 11 or something, but they were freaky. But, but as yeah. a point I'm making, but in my church... It happened all the time, yeah. No, it's not happened. It's ex- it's expected. You listen. If you can't speak in tongues after certain times, you are pushed to the side. You're marginalized. Do you know? I felt very weird growing up because when I was younger, a lot of the other children could speak in tongues and I couldn't. <laughs> when I was um, it, like it started really happening to me. It became important. Like when I was twelve, no, not twelve, like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Uh-huh. Yeah, thirteen, fourteen. I would say, and I couldn't speak in tongues. And I tried and I tried and I tried, and I could never speak in tongues. And my friends and they could speak in tongues, and they got filled with the Holy Spirit because yeah. that's when you speak in yeah, tongues. Because yeah, when yeah, you yeah, got I, filled with the Holy, you have to get. And I could never, and I felt like if I was not near to God and God, and I was doing, I was my life is totally wrong, and I was never, I wasn't trying, and I felt like a failure. And I, it was, it was very devastating to me as a human being. I felt as God, as if God didn't love me as the same way that He loved. Or I was, no, no, you don't feel like, you feel as if you were falling short of delivering mm. yourself to God. And that you, it wasn't open to God. And you weren't, you weren't open. Forgive my, um, grandma, my grandma. <laughs> you weren't open to God. Right. But that's what it felt. And that continual shortcoming. And it was very, it was devastating to me. Yeah. I, you know. So what you thought was on the boundaries of your faith or whatever was what was the center of mine. Hmm. So it's not just 
it, you should talk in tongues. You know, you have to at a certain age. Otherwise, you're regarded as an anomaly and as not being a fulfillment of what Christianity right. is. And then they can accuse you of being possessed. Oh, my God. Oh, my right. I should well, talk. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about... Let's close off. I'm not going to talk about my second point because that's actually a longer conversation, yeah. too. But, but I talk to about possession the another night because I could talk about possession, but... Oh, my God, that's a fucking... All right. Well, we're done. So you guys have a good whatever. Tune in next week for possession because possession. that's a whole other Pentecostal thing. If we remember. Right. <laughs> of course we not. Have All a right. good night. Cheers. Bye. If you enjoy injudicious ramblings, leave a review at iTunes or send us an email at injudiciousramblings at gmail.com or at injudiciousramblings.blogspot.com. The theme was written and recorded by Oscar Lawrence.